0: and in business. I hope you enjoy the show, and let's dive in. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to The Kelly O Show. This is part two of a two-part episode on losing weight after age 40. If you haven't yet listened to part one, please be sure to go back and do so. This episode is going to make a lot more sense if you do so. When I first started to get my blood work done... When I, I I got my blood work done, I was told what was wrong with my body. Um, I started getting bioidentical hormonal replacement treatment, but you know, it really wasn't until four or five years down the road that I really started to understand things and and and, and understand the importance of things. So I'm going to say it here. I won't, I'm not going to take too much of a deep dive because I'm already at 30 minutes. I've got to wrap the show up. But I do want to reference this and and end this first part and dive to what you should do to lose weight after 40. But please understand when when I talk about all of these things not to do to lose weight, there's so much that's gone in to to changing your body over time. And, And part of it is just the natural progression of aging. But there's also things like I'm guessing a lot of you ladies that are listening to to the show are probably on a lot of antibiotics or have been on a lot of antibiotics your whole life. I'm guessing a lot of you are on the pill or you've been on the pill for a lot of your adult life. Any, either of those two things right there, that's a huge, huge impact over time on your hormones that can have a cumulative effect on your your ultimate weight gain later in life. It can catch up with you. Prescription drugs. I talk to women who are on drugs for their cholesterol, on drugs for their blood pressure, on drugs for, they're on antidepressants, they're on this, they're on that, they're on statin drugs. I mean, then you add that to antibiotics and the pill. Um, Then you add the crazy schedules that we all have. Many of you have kids you're run. I mean, I don't even know how those of you that have kids do it. You're running your kids to ballet, to soccer, to this, to that. I mean, I don't even have kids and I get up, I finish every single day and I'm like, I need 17 more hours in this day. I don't have kids. I just have a crazy, wonderful business life. And I'm like, I don't know how you do it. It's it's like work, life is crazy. Many of you have jobs that you freaking hate. You have financial struggles. You have a stressful life. You're in a relationship that is horrific or maybe it's just not fulfilling or it's stressful. All of these things, plus maybe you're not making enough money. You can't make ends meet. You're living paycheck to paycheck. All of these things add a tremendous amount of stress. A lot of us are not doing nearly enough To balance the stress in our lives or to manage the stress in our lives. You take all of those. And you add that to being on the pill, being on antibiotics, the crazy schedule, the prescription drugs. And then you add the endocrine disruptors that are out there. These are all things that I used to think, oh, come on. Are you serious? Bottled water? Really? Oh, are you serious? There's bad stuff in my lipstick? Oh, really? Are you serious? Like I have to make sure that my celery is organic? Really? You know, oh, are you serious? I have to like... I would hear certain things and I would be like, come on, I don't have time for this. Like I have to like make sure that there's a filter on the water in my shower. You will learn later on, like when you're really trying to figure out like, why are my hormones so bad? Why can we not seem to get this right? And then you start to read like, what are some of like, do I still drink out of? Plastic water bottles. I I still get plastic water bottles for our workout room, but I feel guilty every time I drink out of them because I know that the number, like one of the number one causes for estrogen um, to to jack up high, are BPA's out of plastic water bottles. So I try to drink solely out of glass. And and you know, as I say that, Steve and I are actually looking into how we can get rid of you know to having those delivered to our our house. And and finding a way to, you know, only be able to drink out of, um, you know, glass bottles. This stuff adds up. So just know these are things I'm going to cover in my book. But a lot of women get so frustrated because they think that hormone balance either doesn't exist or it can be fixed with a pill or, you know, like, why is it so? It is very complicated. It's wor- this is why you shouldn't be wasting time. This is why you should be getting to an expert. This is why you need to take it more seriously. This is why you shouldn't be asking your friends on Facebook to diagnose you. This is why you don't go and buy um, progesterone cream at the drugstore. This is why you need to take it really seriously because it's a lot more serious than you think. But on the upside, when you do fix it, your whole entire future can change. That's why when you see somebody who's like ridiculously hot and they're like 63 years old, that's what that's what the potential future is. So let me let me move on over here um, to the flip side and tell you in closing what. I'm gonna tell you losing weight after 40 should look like because I am a walking talking like live example for you of like the most miraculous crazy happy best thing ever um again for those of you that have listened to some of the recent episodes you've already had a trailer about this for those of you that are listening to this for the first time um, I have, for the past four years, I have been lingering in the land of being about 20 to 25 pounds overweight. I've had some periods of time where I have, like I, my last doctor put me on the HCG diet. I had an incredible body recomposition where, you know, I went down several sizes, but you know, he even told me like on the scale, I only lost two pounds. I went from like 161, I'm five, for the record. Um, I went from like 161 to 159. And for the record too, um, my, my last ideal weight that I remember, um, the, the time that I remember being really happy for my body was like, I remember being 138. Like 138 to 140 was when I felt really good in my body. Like it was, I I I just felt really really good. So I've always been aiming for 138 to 140. Um, In my younger days, I remember being 123. So that was even 15 pounds more l- less than than that. When I was 123 or one, I think it was 123, 125. Um, I I remember people that knew me said I looked too skinny. And um I I think I've seen a couple pictures of me and I like I, I don't have any plans or aims to to aim for that. Um I'm aiming for, you know, 138, 140. So um when I started um this keto uh diet, my it was my doctor, my current doctor, I'm seeing Dr. Ruthie Harper in Austin, Texas. I cannot recommend her enough. Um I fired my last uh, functional medicine doctor. Um, He's very talented, but the truth is I just did not feel we were, we just weren't making any progress with me. Um, And I just knew it was time for a change. And I knew from my first consult with Dr. Harper that um, she was going to be the one to help me. And by God, she knows what she's doing because By the time she said that I was ready, I had been in a reverse diet for about a year, and that was one of the best things for me because kind of what I referenced to you guys before in the first part of the show, I had been chronically dieting, pushing, pushing, pushing myself, over-dieting, over-training, obsessing. Nonstop for the better part of the last 10 years. Uh, My body needed a break. It was one of the hardest things I ever did. I'm not going to get into the details, but it was the best thing I ever did. Reverse dieted. I was about 2200 to 2500 calories, no cardio for the better part of a year, very scaled back training. Um, And so, come middle of April, you know, she gave me my macros. I saw that it was pretty much keto. I pushed back hard. But then I kind of started doing like lazy keto. I eased myself into it. Still, while I was pushing back and asking her why, asking her a lot of questions, she gave me a lot of articles. I will recommend this reading for all of you that are listening. She told me to read The Longevity Diet by Walter Longo. Um, The reason she told me to read that, that book is not necessarily about keto. That book is, what she wanted me to get out of that was that women- Age 40 plus really don't need to have the amount of protein that historically the fitness industry has been telling us to eat. You know, how many of you are still shoving down 30 grams of protein five meals a day? I have always been told by trainers to to aim for 100 to 120 to 150 grams of protein a day. I am now aiming for 60 to 70. It is a wonderful thing. I freaking love it. Um, For those of you that are wondering what macros I do, I'm not sharing this with you to tell you to do my macros. I'm just saying, in case you're curious, I do 50 grams of carbs or less. I do not worry about net carbs and all that crap. I don't do that. I do 50 grams of carbs or less. I do 60 to 70 grams of protein and the rest is healthy fats. So my doctor gave me the permission to go keto. It took me a while to really be fully bought in. And the truth is I'm gonna link up to this gal on, um, she's gonna be interviewed on the show, by the way. Her name's Lisa. She's somebody I've been following on YouTube. Um, I was still on the fence about going keto, but she had this really... Amazing transformation. Um, she's fifty. Um, I'd seen her lose about twenty five pounds over a certain amount of time. I think I think she lost like twenty pounds between May and August, and then she lost another fifteen pounds. So she's lost like thirty five pounds over nine months, something like that. And she just looks freaking amazing. And she had a bunch of YouTube videos, and she was sharing why she went carnivore first, and then keto. And I listened to her story, and it was literally like her before story was like me. She was just talking about how she was so uncomfortable in her body. She was bloated all the time, gassy all the time, feeling uncomfortable in her body, physically uncomfortable, with just feeling bloated and 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 stomach aches all the time. And that was me. And it was watching her videos that made me say, I'm doing this. I'm I have nothing to lose. Like, what do I have to lose? And because of her. I decided to do it, and June first, I went keto. And the truth is, you guys, <laughs> uh, um, when I went keto, I part of me was like, "Is there a rule book? Like, I don't know. Like, am I allowed to have rice? Am I allowed to like?" I I kind of just was like, "I'm just going to count my macros. Like, I'm just doing the 50 grams and whatever." Um, but I have not cheated since June first. I have followed it strictly. I am nine pounds down. 9.75 inches lost. Um, the The information that my, I almost said my boss, the information that my doctor gave me really helped me to understand that keto combined with fasting. So of course, I've, I've been a fan of intermittent fasting ever since 2009, I'm, and I am doing intermittent fasting, but more so keto combined with Uh, extended fasting. So anything that is like a 24 hour fast or maybe a 48 hour fast, when you combine that with keto, it's really like the Holy grail for women with, that are like in this age range with metabolic damage and insulin issues. It, and then once you're in it, you will start to realize like you've cut out all of the things that jack with your blood sugar. You have you've returned your body. If you're, if you're doing keto in a sensible way, like if you're not eating packaged crappy food, like slim fast keto bars and all of that shit. If you're not living on cheeseburgers and hot dogs and being, and doing dumb keto, if you're having a diverse diet, if you're counting your calories and your macros, if you're being smart. And I think that'll be one of my next posts, how to do keto smart. That is going to be a good post on my blog kellyalexa.com, by the way. I am going to make that one of my posts, like how to do keto dumb, how to do keto smart. If you do it the right way, you will see results. Don't do it the dumb way. You guys, I have such an exciting announcement to make. My new ebook, Hormonal Happiness, is now available for pre-order. Head on over to hormonalhappinessbook.com and check it out. You can buy it now for just $9.95. That's insane. Once it is live August 1st, it will be available for an even still reasonable price of $24.95. But you guys, everything I've learned in the past five, six, probably seven plus years about hormonal imbalance, adrenal fatigue, cortisol, gut health, why keto is so advantageous for women with these issues, insulin resistance, I could go on and on and on. Everything I've learned in the past five to six, seven years is in this ebook. And it, and my goal with this ebook is, number one, I created an ebook so that it can be easily updated because I'm always gonna be updating this. Considering how fast things change and how much new information is coming out, Every quarter, it seems, what I learned from my doctor, what I'm learning from guests on this podcast, etc. But it is my passion to, number one, wake up the women in this country to realize that, hey, this isn't about you needing to change the workout that you're doing. This is about you needing to change your hormones or balance your hormones. And Once you do, your whole future can be so remarkably different, so much better. And I don't want you to have to waste the time that I did, waste the time being reluctant to change, waste the time worrying about how expensive it's going to be, and start getting the changes that you need that are going to be transformative for your life. This book is going to include everything, and not just my experience, but links to all the podcasts, books, articles, even guests on this show and their products and their services and their books. A lot of people talk about, oh, I've done all this research, but they don't actually share their research. I'm gonna be sharing links to products that I take, links to podcasts that I've done on this show so it's easy access for you, links to uh, books I think you should read, articles or podcasts that you should listen to. I wanna be fully transparent with you because basically I'm here so that you can make more informed decisions. I'm not here to make your decisions for you. But I do know that there are millions of women out there who have no idea how much better their lives can be. I know there are millions of women out there because I talk to dozens of them every day. And this is also why I created the book, to save myself some time. But I talk to dozens of women every day who have no idea where to start. This book is going to help answer all those questions for you. So head on over to hormonalhappinessbook.com. Pre-order now at nine You're welcome. But I'm telling you, it just becomes very clear to you, like, this is this is why this is so good for you. I was so skeptical about keto. Like, I thought it was such a fad and it was so trendy and this can't be good for you. But like, then you're on it and like, you feel so good. My The bloating was gone. The, the gassy feeling that I felt every single night when I would go to bed was gone. My cravings have like disappeared. I if I have my my relationship with food is completely different. I can't I can't emphasize that enough to you that are listening. So many women, the first thing they say to me, I could never go keto because I could. How 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 can you sit with your husband at a restaurant and watch him have a piece of bread? I could never do it. I could never do it. I could you know don't you get um, keto flu? Don't you get keto breath? Don't you have withdrawals? How do you do it? I could. Women will say I could never. Yes you can. It I didn't have the keto flu, I didn't have keto breath. I have sat in front of a my husband eating bread. It doesn't bother me and I'm telling you the cravings and 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 I do I I do firmly believe um the first month I was just kind of going keto and kind of casually going keto. I didn't think I was going to stick with it. So my, my first official date was June 1st. That's when I decided to go hardcore and start weighing myself. And that was when I was like, okay, I'm in, I'm doing this. But before that I was, I was going keto and still kind of going back and forth with my doctor. I hadn't watched those videos by Lisa. And so I was keto and I was kind of dipping my toe in the water. Um, But that's also when I was researching people, I was starting to stalk people on Instagram and and I was seeing like, okay, all these people, I like them. And I started to notice that they were all um, drinking these ketones, these exogenous ketones. Well, I've been exposed to these, these prove it exogenous ketones like four or five years ago by my first functional medicine doctor. So I decided to order them and I added those in when I went hardcore keto I will tell you without question that, and and this is what they're known for. So exogenous ketones for sure are known for appetite suppression, um, tremendous amounts of, you know, clean, um, energy, like really good for helping with energy. Um, and they are also known for, and these are the top three things that I notice: um, helping you with focus, like clean, like just clear focus, Those are the top three things I noticed. My husband takes them as well. He's not on the keto diet. um, But we both swear by them. We take um, so it's it's a powder form and they have all these amazing flavors. It's ridiculous. Um I take one drink mid-morning. In fact, right after this podcast, I'm gonna go take a drink, and then I take one drink mid-afternoon. Sometimes I take a third drink in the afternoon because it stopped me from drinking soda, um, which I love, makes me drink more water. Um, but without question, once I added in the exogenous ketones, I noticed several things. Number one, first of all, it made me stop drinking soda during the day, which is great. I absolutely still drink diet soda. I have it at dinner. I love it. I'm not going to stop. Don't judge me. Number two, it absolutely helped me with my energy. I was experiencing, um, this situation where I don't know what the deal was. I didn't know if it was adrenal related, but I was needing to take a nap every afternoon around, um, like two in the afternoon, I would, I would feel so tired that I would legitimately need to go into my bedroom. We have a chase lounge in there and I would set my timer. And I was really upset because I would set my timer for like half an hour and I would totally fall asleep. And then I would wake up and then I would feel like I had to set my timer for another. And I would, I'm like, I'm missing an hour of productivity And it would piss me off and i would still feel tired when i would wake up but i'm like i've got to get back to work you know i'm running a business here i've got shit to do um and it was really upsetting to me because it concerned me that my adrenals were getting worse whatever but ever since i started the ketones have not had that issue have not had to take a nap so my energy is great my focus with my work is fantastic I'm obsessed with the flavors. There's no artificial colors, sweeteners, anything like that. So they're they're clean, and without question, um, I know that it has helped with my appetite suppression. Because in the first month, when I wasn't taking the ketones and I was starting my my keto, I absolutely found myself snacking more, um, having more of the you know like the spinach dip, having more cheese and plantain chips. Um, I really, you guys, I'm a snacker. It's been a problem. Um, and even my husband has said, he's like, I, I can't, I can't get over how much you don't snack like you used to. He goes at night, you don't snack when we're watching TV. Um, you, you just aren't in the fridge like you used to. Um, and, I just feel like my body's transforming every day. My relationship with food has changed. I still love food. It just, I can't describe to you, food doesn't have the control over me that it does. Um, I can look at food and appreciate it and just, um, I've never, ever, 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 ever in my entire life, whenever I've been on a diet, I've never had this feeling. I've never binged. Okay, this is seven weeks of my life. Not one binge. Never has that happened before. I've never gone through a period like this where I've not snuck off and gone to the gas station to buy Lenny and Larry's cookies, or or not snuck off. And I I can tell you right now, if Jesus were to show up right here, he would not be able to look at me and go, Kelly, you are not telling the truth. (laughs) There's just there's not been anything where I've snuck off. You guys. I'm just keeping it real here because for those of you listening, I, I just want to let you know how much this will change things for you if you choose to go down this path. So if you are somebody who loves sugar, who loves um, pasta and carbs and all of this stuff, and and please, as a sidebar, before I go here, I just was having this conversation with Kate. I hope I'm saying your last name correctly, Kate. Kate's going to be back on the show. Kate's been on the show before she's a keto coach. I'm actually going to get my keto coach certification through her because clearly I'm now so passionate about the keto diet for women that I'm going to become a certified keto coach through her program. And she and I were talking yesterday and I was asking her just about, you know, I said, how long have you been keto? And I said, I know you told me before, but how long? And so she said she has been keto for five or six years. And I said, Kate, I've got to ask you, so do you ever have a piece of bread? You know, because because there is part of me that I'm just thinking, like, it's not a thought for me right now. I'm so happy that I can go into my, my closet and wear, you guys, I've only been able to wear things, probably 15% of what's in my closet for the past couple of years. That's depressing. And I can now go in my closet. It's like a treasure trove because I'm like, oh. <gasps> I want to try this on, you know, and then the things that don't fit me right now. I'm like, that's okay. Cause you know what? In two weeks, I'm going to try you on. That's how rapidly my body is transforming right now. It is like a miracle. So I asked Kate, I said, do you ever have bread? Like, cause there's part of me and this is, this is why I want to become a keto coach. This is why I'm doing so much reading and studying on this right now, because I want to understand how this works. I want to understand what will happen to me when, and if down the, down the road, say it's six months from now, say it's a Christmas time. Like what happens if I eat some Christmas cookies? Like, will I blow up and gain 10 pounds? Will I be able to get back? You know, w- would I gain a few pounds and then, then I can just get back into, you know, ketosis. And then I, I get back to this groove and I'll be okay. And she, you know, pretty much explained in her own way, that you know like hey you can go through phases and and you can eat more carbs and you know for her it was more like more fruits and vegetables and and then they they do that during the summer and then she said i just know that to get my body back to this to this phase of ketosis i she goes i usually will do like a 48 hour fast and then you know my body gets back into that um fat adapted state and then we just get the carbs back into and i'm like oh okay that makes me feel better like that there's that kind of a future. Um, but I, I just, I don't have the cravings. And back to what I wanted to tell you, what my life was regularly like. I think about when I lived in Austin and I was re- I was training with this guy, this trainer um, at Gold's Gym. And I trained with him four times a week, hard. I trained with him hard. Like it, it was intense. And this is where my mindset was. Like he would tell me, I would say, you know, and of course I was trying to lose weight. I wasn't where I wanted to be. And I trained with him hard and I would be like, what should I do on the, you know, other days that I don't train with you? And he would say, you know, just go on a hike with your, with your, with your man friend, you know, like go on a hike, you know, do something easy. Of course me, I would do really hard workouts the other two days of the week. And then I was adding 45 minute power walks, usually in the, middle of the 110 degree Austin sun, you know, and then I was adding 24 hour fast, two days a week, but on a regular basis, pretty much, I would say almost, I was getting to the point where probably two times a week after I trained, if not more, probably more, I would leave the gym. I'd leave Gold's gym. I would drive either by the gas station and I was obsessed with these Lenny and Larry's white chocolate chip macadamia nut cookies, and I would get two of them. Each one of them, the whole cookie, was 750 calories. I would get two of them, and I would come home and I would eat them in secret. Of course, I wouldn't tell Steve. I would eat all. I would eat two of them, so I'd eat 750, fifteen hundred calories worth of cookies. They would make me so bloated and so gassy, and I would get so sick from them. But I just wanted them because I just. And and it was like crack. It was like this addiction, and they would make me sick. But I would eat them anyway. How messed up is that? Or you know what else I would do? I would go into HEB on the way home, and I would get a dozen donuts, and I would eat six of them on the way home, and then I would throw the whole container in the garbage because I was embarrassed. So I was binge eating, like you guys. That kind of stuff was a regular occurrence in my life. And do you know what I would do after I would eat that stuff? So I would get something bad like that that was typically like consuming 1500 calories. And then I would punish myself and I'd say, okay, I'm going to fast for um, 24 hours. So I would eat that. And then I would say, I'm not going to eat until 24 hours from now. So that would be my justification. So I was training really hard, feeding myself a bunch of fake chemical sugar, and then fasting for 24 hours. And then maybe the next day, I'd have turkey meatloaf to make up for it. So I'm just letting you know when I say that my life used to be made up of binging and sugar and cravings that that was my life. I do not have cravings. I can think of things like cookies and whatever and and it and it, it sounds appealing to me, but they don't control me. I don't have urges. I don't I don't know what to tell you guys. It's just extremely transformative, physically, mentally, and emotionally. And I can't say enough good things about it. And all I can tell you is if you're listening to this, I want to say this in closing. Number one, I would love to help you. Number two, I'm happy to answer any questions. If you want questions, if you want questions answered, email me, kelly at kellyalexa.com. Number three, make sure for sure you hit me up and get, get yourself a copy of my Hormonal Happiness book, um, because for sure, every woman who's listening to this should be educating herself and saving herself a lot of time. HormonalHappinessBook.com. I'll link it up in the show notes for sure as well. Um, I am back to blogging again, so make sure you're uh, subscribed at KellyAlexa.com. And then lastly, head on over to my YouTube channel because I am back to uh, publishing on YouTube as well. So excited about that too. Um, I hope you guys enjoyed this show. It was supposed to be a one episode show, but it ended up being a two part episode. So um, as usual, your girl knows how to talk, but hopefully this was helpful. I'm here to help you guys. And once I become a certified keto coach, heck, if you want me to be your coach, you just let me know. I'm here for you. I will talk to you guys soon. Have a great rest of the day and we'll see you next time on the Kelly O Show. Hey, everybody. Thanks so much for tuning in. This marks the end of part two of this two-part episode. Hope you enjoyed it. If you did, please do me a favor. If you haven't had a chance to do so yet, give us a review over at iTunes or wherever it is that you listen to podcasts. It helps the show get seen and heard by more people who can benefit from this type of information. Thanks so much, everybody. We'll see you next time on The Kelly Show.